Welcome to episode 11 of the English Sessions, The Gerund, Just the Basics. I am your host and English teacher, Mike Butler. These podcasts can help you improve your English. Together, we will talk about grammar, pronunciation, structure, and have some fun, too. Remember to visit my website, www.englishsessions.com, to contact me for private lessons and for more content. You can also read the transcript of this audio on the website as you listen to this episode. Listen for these words today. Joy. Joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. I experience joy when I go for a walk in nature. Baking. Baking is a type of cooking. Some examples of common things that are baked are cakes, cookies, and bread. To be on the right track. This is a phrase. To be on the right track is a phrase that means that you are acting or thinking in a way that will lead to success. My son struggled with math, so I hired a tutor for him, and now he is on the right track. There are few things that confuse my learners more than the gerund. Today, I will try to explain, in the easiest way possible, what this is. Words that are gerunds end in the letters I-N-G. The gerund is related to many problems that my students have, and I promise you there will be more episodes related to the gerund in the future. This is just the basics. I have a question for you. What is the difference between these two sentences? I like baking and I am baking. Number one, I like baking. Number two, I am baking. Both have ing endings, so do both one and two have a gerund in the sentence? Well, Let's decide together. The gerund is the term that is used to describe some of the words in English that end in the letters ing. There are other words that end in ing that are not gerunds. So, tip number one, some ing words are gerunds, but not all of them. Tip number two, a gerund has a very specific purpose. It functions like a noun. It can replace a subject or object in a sentence. In the structure of a sentence, it is important to think of the gerund as replacing the noun or pronoun. It is true that the gerund originates from an English verb but it does not function like a verb in the sentence. This is why sometimes you will see a gerund referred to as a verbal noun. For example, 
let's look at a very basic structure. Subject plus verb plus object. I enjoy pizza. I is the subject. Enjoy is the verb. Pizza is the object. Pizza is a noun, right? Yes. Okay. Then we can put a gerund there instead of the noun. Here is an example sentence with a gerund. I enjoy eating. I enjoy eating. We still have a subject, I, a verb, enjoy, and an object, eating. Eating is now the object of the sentence instead of the noun, pizza. It has the same function in the sentence. The gerund has a lot of power. You can create gerund phrases. Gerund phrases have more than one word. Here is an example. I enjoy eating pizza. Eating pizza now replaces the object. You can keep going with it. Gerund phrases can have many words. I enjoy eating pizza with my friends. I enjoy eating pizza with friends and family. Now we have one long gerund phrase as the object, eating pizza with friends and family. A long gerund phrase. You can easily have a gerund or gerund phrase as the subject, too. For example, eating pizza is great. Now, eating pizza, the gerund phrase, is the subject of the sentence. The word gerund is from Latin. In Latin-based languages, there are words similar to the gerund in English. In Spanish, for example, gerund translates to gerundio. Here is the problem, though. The gerundio in Spanish does not have the same grammatical function as the gerund in English. Yes, it's true. It causes so much confusion. This may be similar in your language as well. Write in to the podcast and we can have a discussion about it. I will devote an entire episode to the difference between the gerund and the gerundio for my Spanish learners in a future episode, perhaps as bonus material on the Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash the English Sessions. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English Sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English Sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and, and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. 
Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. Mike here. I want to pause for a moment to talk about how you can help the English sessions to continue. If you'd like to support the English sessions, then please go to anchor.fm slash the English sessions. There, you can click on the support button and make a monthly contribution to the English sessions to keep this podcast going. You can support the English sessions for less than one U.S. dollar. Every bit helps. Also, remember, go to www.englishsessionswithmike.com if you are interested in private lessons with me, Mike. Thank you all for supporting this podcast. So, to recap, the gerund functions like a noun. It can be the subject or the object in a sentence. Here are some more examples of the gerund in sentences. I am looking forward to eating pizza. Thank you for eating pizza with me. This is in regard to eating pizza. I have no problems with eating pizza. Eating pizza is the greatest joy in the world. Can you tell that I really like pizza? Okay, just to really, really make myself clear, I am going to replace all of these gerund phrases with pronouns. Pronouns can often be a subject or an object in a sentence, right? So, if you can replace your gerund or gerund phrase with a pronoun, then you're on the right track. Here we go. I am looking forward to eating pizza. Just, I am looking forward to it. Thank you for eating pizza. Thank you for this. This is in regard to eating pizza. This is in regard to that. I have no problems with eating pizza. I have no problems with it. Eating pizza is the greatest joy in the world. It is the greatest joy in the world. Do you remember the question at the beginning of the episode? What is the difference in grammar between these two sentences? Number one, I like baking. Number two, I am baking. Number one has a gerund. Baking is the object. I like baking. I like that. I like it. Number two does not have a gerund. Number two is using baking as a verb. I am baking. Number two is a sentence in the present continuous or progressive verb tense. It is not subject plus verb plus object. It is subject plus verb plus verb. Remember what I said before. There are different ways to use ing endings. Not all ing endings are verbs. 
any questions, write to me at mike at englishsessionswithmike.com. Leave a message for me on the website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, and I will play it on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. Visit www.englishsessionswithmike.com for more content. The English Sessions is now on Facebook. You can find a link to the Facebook page on our website. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, this is Mike signing off. <laughs>